Oh, I think for the podcast we should just go around and do a quick once over of our characters. Yep, that's exactly what I was figuring. Hello, my name's uh, Jason McMullen. I'll be playing Bastion Erd, half orc, um, hated by his parents and pretty much everyone else, ugly as sin, an adept archer, and overall strong man. I do the work for the money. Me? Okay. You. <laughs> <laughs> Try to say my name first, or is it with my character? Introduce yourself. Myself. Okay, yeah. I am Sebastian Hess. There we go. That's all you need to know. Um, my character is Mikalan Solfir. He is an Aladrin wizard from a big Aladrin city that goes between the two realms of Feywild and the normal realm. And he's one of the many apprentices to the head mage there. He has been chosen out of four for this year to be risen up to this regular rank of wizard, and now he's been sent off on a personal quest given him personally by their god, Ogma, the god of knowledge, to explore the world and better himself because he's too much of an introvert. Um, I'm Jade Mellon. I am playing Karis Moondown, and she is probably the most um, original character in the party, wouldn't you say? Yeah, probably. Um, she <laughs> is a doppelganger scribe, which is a class that I made John uh, come up with for me because I had a mini that I liked that I wanted to use. Yeah. Um, basically, she... And then you chose a monstrous race for that mini. I did. I did. Um, she was uh, brought up as the daughter of a minor noble and a doppelganger. And while my father very much loves my mother and loves me, his family was not so cool with him being married to a doppelganger. So um, they made him get married to a couple of other human women because, you know, polygamy is uh, okay in that city. And Waterdeep is a city that is very, very friendly to assassinations. So it's good when you're a lesser noble to have a couple of spare wives and spare sons and spare daughters. Yeah, yeah. Because if one gets killed when they're the archer shooting at you, now you got no wife. Yeah, yeah. So, but pretty much though, my parents were are very cool and supportive of me, and and we like each other. They are encouraging me to get out and go to another city where. Um, my background isn't known, where everybody will know I'm a doppelganger, where it won't matter as much, and, um, you know, kind of find my place in the world. And your skills will be valued there, and Lord Never Ember, who's going there, knows you. Right. Maybe in passing, but, you know, he'll know your dad, because he's a no, he's from Never, he's from Waterdeep. Waterdeep, yeah. So he'll maybe look out for you a little bit. Yeah. So good times. I am John Forrester, and this is Out of Character. Today we are going to be playing Dungeons and Dragons 4th Edition, and because I got some Forgotten Realms books and the Neverwinter Campaign Guide, we are going to be playing in Faerun, specifically Neverwinter. Um, for those who don't know, Neverwinter is a city in Forgotten Realms uh, that is long been known as the Jewel of the North. The North in Neverwinter is a savage place full of barbarians, ice dragons, and just generally not good things. I first heard about it in the Icewind Dale trilogy. I'm not sure if anyone else has ever read anything that had that in it. But um, yeah. it, it's, a, it's a cool place. It was until a, a mountain nearby exploded. This mountain had long been the prison of a, um, a big elemental of fire and earth. It exploded when it was freed by cultists and pretty much destroyed Neverwinter or the next best thing to it. Just blew, the, covered the city in ash, fire, and death. Many, many, many years later, people are coming back trying to reestablish a settlement there. A few people did huddle in the ruins for a generation or two, but 
everyone thought they were crazy. Or they had no means to go south or anywhere else. Um, so just to kind of give you guys a, a an image of what's going on in Neverwinter today, like the Gazette, Lord Neverember, who is at, who is the open lord of Waterdeep, who has come north under the guise of trying to restore Neverwinter, their neighboring city, to its former glory. He brought a bunch of mercenaries with him, and he has done a couple of good things. He's re- he's fixed up the porch, so trade's being reestablished. He's got the mercenaries stopping people from just coming in and killing everyone, and the monsters are kind of being pushed away. It's not perfect, but it's getting better. So people are kind of pleased with having this force move in. Some people kind of question if he's actually there to do them any good. Uh, the big problem at the moment is there is very little food in Neverwinter. It's in the north. The farms were never very good, and... There's not a lot of farmland in the city itself, and outside of the city, it's not the safest place to be. Most of what they eat is fish that they're bringing in, or it's trade goods. Like they're, they, they are getting a lot of grain from up in Waterdeep. It's going missing. A lot. Um, there have been... Someone's been stealing the grain, so people are getting shorted, and people are starting to get antsy. So that's, that's the primary concern at the moment, is there's very little food, and people aren't happy about that. Anyone have any any thoughts before we jump in here? No, I think we're okay. You good? Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. You good? I'm good. We're going to start at Lord Neverember's estate. Karis, mm-hmm. um, Moondown, mm-hmm. have been called there. Uh, surprisingly, you haven't been called... Basically, when you came to Neverwinter uh, with your family's... Your family sent you north with a, a, a few servants, a couple wagons worth of furniture and things so you'll be comfortable. They situated you in one of the nicer houses that had been able to withstand the destruction. It's not the greatest place you've ever lived, but it's not a huddled ruin. Um, you've kind of been ignored there. You know, you, you've been allowed free reign, you've been allowed to go throughout the city and do as you will, but you haven't really been getting paid much attention, mm-hmm. which is unusual for you considering you've been paid negative attention in Waterdeep for most of your life. So when a messenger arrives on your doorstep, you are invited, you are, your presence is requested by Lord Neverember. You're kind of surprised because this is a person you've met maybe twice in your life. Okay. Um, you are escorted through the gates into the keep that he is using as his residence mm-hmm. uh, by, they aren't, Soldiers, so much as they are mercenaries, they're kind of rough. They don't really seem to understand the proper way to treat nobility. You know, they're kind of they're walking ahead of you rather than behind. Right, right. Um, you get the feeling that they cut your head off if Lord Neverwinter asked them to. They open a large doorway, and you are ushered into what it it looks like it was a map room at some point. It's freezingly cold. Just this wave of cold washes over, and you see part of a large portion of the wall has just been smashed out. Okay. Um, a large chair has been set against the wall. Uh, you see Lord Neverember sitting atop what looks like a throne almost. He is a man who's still in his prime, but he's creeping towards old age. Uh, he's large. He has very dark hair still. His face looks... He has a strong face, but you can see like he's starting to get a few wrinkles in it a little bit. He doesn't show any emotion as he sees you enter. Uh, a, a servant standing by the door bangs a staff on the on the on the, the, the stone floor. Like Lady Moondown 
of a Moondown family has presented herself before you, my lord. The guards step aside to allow you to pass. Lord Never Ever ushers you forward. I go forward, and I bow to him. Your father has done many great things for Waterdeep, child. I'm sorry I haven't been able to pay you more attention since you arrived in our city. Oh, um, I wasn't really expecting you to, but thank you. How have you found Neverwinter? Well, it's been cold, and but, you know, it's nothing that uh, I didn't expect. That I certainly had read what the city was like before I came here. It's the Jewel of the North has, has need of some refinement, and I think that you are exactly the sort of noble that we will need to give it what it once had. Well, thank you. But, as you are noble, you have responsibilities. There are precious few that I've been able to draw north. Most are more content to stay at home in Waterdeep with their fortunes. Riches rarely flow into the coffers of the cowards, I'm afraid. Would you do service to your family, to your city, and to your lord? Of course. I'm sure you've heard of the, the grain shortage that has been plaguing the people for some time now. Yes, it's terrible. Um, my my uh, mother has written to me that she's heard there might be riots if things don't get better. Riots are a possibility. I, I have hope that I have instructed my guards to avoid violence if at all possible, but should the citizens rise up and lives would be lost, I do not fear for my, my men as much as I do the citizens. We could lose Neverwinter if violence became the word of the day in the city. I would have you, the daughter of a merchant noble, I trust, go to the go to the docks and escort the next grain shipment to our warehouse. I would have you carry out the inventory and make sure that every sack of grain is counted and stored safely. That sounds like exactly the sort of thing I trained to do, so yes, absolutely. Wonderful. Of course I won't ask you to go alone. There will be guards to ensure your safety. They won't get in your way. Alright. And you will do this for me. Yes, I will do that. You may go. She bows. As you leave, you step out into the hall. You see a strangely elven-looking figure in robes standing just outside. He's not someone you recognize. You, you haven't seen this person before. Mm-hmm. He looks like he might be a member of the noble cast. He doesn't have the look of a villager, and no one except no one except a servant, a mercenary, or someone with business with Lord Never would be allowed into the city. You do notice that there are a couple of guards who almost look like they're kind of like keeping an eye on him, standing close by as you pass. Okay. As I, as I go out, I nod to him. Nine, not back. The guards usher you forward. <laughs> Not uh, a little bit rudely, one of them kind of shoves you a bit. He's like, move, elf. I'm sorry, what's, I don't understand. What's the issue here? When you entered the city <laughs> earlier today, mm-hmm. um, you found the guards that were stationed at the gate were not pleased to see you. Um, and they've been throwing around some words like spy a lot. So they immediately brought you into this keep, and you've been waiting for some time. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Do you proceed into the... Yeah, yeah, I proceed. I'm not going to go into the authority here. Um, They take you in. You do see, as as Lady Moondown did, there is a a large map room. You do see some maps, tattered maps. They're still kind of scattered throughout the room. Uh, You catch one of Waterdeep. You catch one of... uh, Looks like a circle hundred-year-old map of Neverwinter as you're walking past. And you're escorted in front of a grim-looking, raven-haired man who is cutting an apple with a dagger and he's cutting the skin so thin you can see through it even in the dim light of this room. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't look at you as he continues to carve the apple. 
We do not care for spies in my city, Eladrin. What brings you to this place? I'm, I'm sorry. It's just I'm from the uh, nearby city that you know phases in every once a year, and you know I'm just one of the wizards chosen. This apprentice wizards chosen to go out on their own, and I I figured go to the nearest big city because I don't know what else to do with myself. He stands up, takes a step down the staircase from his his chair. And why should I allow you in my city? What help were the Eladrin, as they watched Neverwinter, brought its timbers collapse into the river, its people burn and starve? Why shouldn't I just throw you in a dungeon or into the river? As a warning to your people. Well, I'm sure we have much to offer. It's just sadly, our city only phases in once a year, so we didn't know what was going on. When we last left, everything was going horribly wrong. Now that we're back, this one time, it's like, just curious. Find out what's happened. See, maybe if there's anything we can do. You're trying to be charming. A little bit. A little bit. Diplomacy check. <laughs> Roll for it. Roll good. <laughs> Roll, Roll one. <laughs> 10 plus 1, so I got 11. 10 plus 1. You say you can do us some good, and yet all I see of you is another mouth to feed, and I have little enough grain in my warehouse as it is. What can you do for me? I can help with whatever you need done if it helps, because I'm, I've got nothing better to do besides help and learn. You say you're a wizard. Yes. Or the apprentice of a wizard. I'm a newly risen, full-fledged wizard. Well, wizard, he says with a smirk, like he doesn't think you're worthy of the title. <laughs> I have an invisible thief stealing grain from our warehouse. Mm. I have stationed guards, I've offered bribes, I've executed men, all in pursuit of the name of this thief, and no one has shown me any hint as to who he might be. I have a shipment of grain that is being delivered by ship this very day. I would have you journey with that grain and ensure it's safe return to our warehouse. Then you will remain with the grain and you will use your magic to determine who is stealing it. And if you please me with that information, I will not have you killed. Sounds like a good deal. <laughs> I would like not to be dead. You may go. Thank you. I'm sorry for my inconvenience, but I'm glad to help. <laughs> the guards escort you out. You find um, just outside of the hallway that as you as you enter out into the corridor, uh, the the young woman that you passed earlier who, mm-hmm. who nodded to you, the guards who were stationed with her are kind of like holding her back a little bit, like mm-hmm. they're waiting for you to catch up. This is the elf. He's supposed to help you with the grain. I, if he gets in the way, you know, we can always sell some ears at the market. Hardly think that would be necessary. The orcs like them. Yeah. Elf ears are worth a few gold each. I very much like to keep my ears. I, I like to hear with them. Quiet, elf. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, are we gonna go and go to the the ship? The yes, my lady. We will escort you. All right. Where Where's the that orc? Where, where What are you What are you doing today? <laughs> I am currently at the docks at a bar waiting for work. Awesome. There are a couple in at the docks. How much money did you bring? <laughs> How much money are you looking to spend? I yeah. have I have a hundred gold. Yep. Which is Which is a lot. My standard per diem is 10 gold per day because I don't get work all the time because I'm hideously ugly. So I have to charge a bit more, but then again, I have the skills to cover it. And I'm at least 
at the Neverwinter Docks, I'm relative, I should be relatively well known as a, if you need a job done, it can get done. It's a little pricey, but he's at least reliable. You don't have to look at him, he'll, but he's reliable. <laughs> <laughs> it's better if you don't look at it. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. the guy that you want if you're, if you're moving. Yes. <laughs> if you need someone to help move your furniture, it's more like if you need back. someone to shoot the wolves that are attacking the people that are trying to move your so furniture. You, yeah, exactly. You, you call <laughs> my furniture, dude. I have nice stuff. You call the best. You call the best. Yes. Um, I'm the best. Best. The 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 standard inn at the in, in the the dock area. Is a place called the Bloated Leviathan. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is owned by and operated by a former pirate. Mm-hmm. It's kind of shady. Like there's some not great characters that hang out there. The harbor master for the docks hangs out there a lot. So mm-hmm. there's usually some work to be had. You see a lot of mercenaries come in, spending their coin on cheap ale. You see travelers. There, it's a good place to keep your ear to the ground and look for work. To take things for a bit slow, you've noticed. Um, you're usually the first one there because during the day the place is a little slow. The only person there is the old one-legged bartender who's... And the bartender hates me because I only order tap water. (laughs) You only order tap water? Of all things. Well, yes. I only order tap water because I got the worst of both the orc and the human. I am the most lightweight you've ever seen. <laughs> I so you almost, can't handle your liquor. I cannot handle my liquor. But do you know how much of a balls it takes to order tap water at a dock bar? <laughs> <laughs> He's just kind of glowering. He's cleaning a glass. You've been here for how long? How long have you been in the city? <laughs> we have a mini fig of a barmaid right here. That's the figure Jade painted. Yeah. You've been in the city for a while, though, right? Like, I'm in about a month. About a month. <laughs> a month of tap water. A month. Do you order food? Oh, I order food. <laughs> you, so you're not just like taking up space. You order some food and water. The water costs more than the beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's because there's more stuff in it. More good stuff, less bad stuff. There's minerals in that water. <laughs> minerals cost money. The bartender is ignoring you. Um, That's typical. Unless you're going to order something, he doesn't want anything to do with you. Mm-hmm. And even when he does, you notice he's not pleased because he has to kind of like hop down on his bar stool and his wooden leg really hurts him. So every time he has to move around behind the bar, you just hear him like grunting and swearing. Mm-hmm. With uh, you know people coming off from the night shift on guard duty, they come in in the morning and drink. But today it's slow. You're not sure why. No one's really. No one really tells you anything. I would like to roll for perception. Okay, roll for perception. 19. Wow, do you have any bonuses to your perception? Um, my, I got a plus 7 here. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> um, you do notice something. Uh, from Coming from outside, you hear an unusual amount of activity. There's a lot of noise. And for this time of day, it's early. It, I mean, the sun's just come up. Ships don't usually come in until later in the day, so all the dock workers will be making noise and stuff. But it sounds like there's something going on. You might want to... Yeah, I'd, I'd uh, like to finish up my glass of water and um, go on over to uh, the shutters and see if I could see what's going on outside. You push the shutters open. Mm-hmm. They creak. Um, the the bloated Leviathan is in fact an old pirate ship <laughs> that has been converted into a tavern. So like, the shutter is actually like an old 
cannon window that like, you have to push open and it's heavy. But you're a half horse, so you man, it just creaks and you hear something go scuttling up the side of the ship, like probably a bar, uh, one of the a rat or something horrible. Um, and you look outside, you see a ship has docked further down the docks from you, and there are a, about thirty or forty armed guards standing on the pier. Um, there is a big wagon loaded with sacks. You can't tell what's in them from here. At the other end of the dock, where you would have to pass in order to take things into Neverwinter, there are a large number of, it looks like average people, holding pots and pans, knives, uh, sticks, and rocks. And they are having a shouting match with the guards. The guards are something like, move or die! And the people are shouting, give us the grain! Do I see anyone... In the, the group that looks wealthy. Uh, do me a favor. Roll streetwise. 12 plus minus 1. You managed to recognize, because it's not very hard to know this guy on site, <laughs> he is uh, an up-and-coming merchant. He used to live in Waterdeep, but he was poor, so he came north. Uh, and he's made most of his money in dying wool for... He does wool and dyes mostly and ships them off. And he does quality merchandise. He's known as Gardas the Purple. Mm-hmm. He is wearing purple from head to toe. He has golden rings on every finger mm-hmm. set with purple gems. He is wealthy. He is rich and he is standing with the people who want that grain. And he's kind of like us. His britches hiked up. Like he looks like he's <laughs> pleased to be there. He's kind of like, his beard is really oiled. He's got like bright red hair. Mm-hmm. And he's just twisting his beard. He looks really pleased with the proceedings. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, I start sauntering over to Gerdis the Purple. Okay, cool. Before you get to him, we'll return to the nibbles. Alright. <laughs> you guys are about a block away when you start to hear a lot of noise, a lot of shouting, and a lot of really filthy words that neither of you are accustomed to. <laughs> Um, the guards who are escorting you surround you, leave you completely unguarded. You're on the outside <laughs> of this circle, and swords and knives come out, and they're just like, stay with us, my lady, we'll protect you. Oh. oh, I get it. Elf, if you run, we will gut you in the street. Well, I guess I'm not winning, am I? <laughs> <laughs> they, they round the corner, and you see all these people just, like, blocking the dock where the ship, where this ship has pulled in with all your grain, assuming. Because you see a wagon load, it's full of sacks, and there's only a couple ships, more mercenaries are trying to bring the grain off. There are people shouting, give us the grain. They don't look like they're going to let them pass. The mercenaries look back at you, like, what do you want to do, my lady? Should we take you back to the keep? We can rouse more men and gut these rabble. Um, no, that's alright. I'm not not afraid. If you you think you can handle them, I'll, I'll stay. It could get bloody. They don't look displeased by that. That's all right. I I, I pull up my quarterstaff. I can I can I know a little bit of and I, I can defend myself a little bit. What about you, elf? Uh, I think I'll be fine. Can as you long fight? as I, yes, I can fight. <laughs> of course, I can fight. I have a long sword. I'm an Aladdin. What do you expect? <laughs> no, just try not to stab yourself, and we'll do fine. You do see. Um, there is a very ugly man who is just coming right up to the people. <laughs> Gerda sees you approaching, and he's like, Dear 
God. <laughs> I don't give coin for po- for pox victims. No. <laughs> all right. I would. Uh, all right. So I'm just going to be direct here since I have no skills for diplomacy. Mm-hmm. Do you believe you're going to survive this riot? I know I'll survive this riot. <laughs> would you like to guarantee that you're going to survive this riot? He smiled. And what would uh, that guarantee cost me? Ten gold per day. Ten gold. For ten gold, I could pay half the mercenaries on the dock. How many days do you want this riot to last? As long as it takes to get me that grain. <laughs> well, then that's ten golds per day. I'll make you a deal. I'll pay you your ten gold. But how about you prove that you're worth it first? All right. What is your uh, requirement? Get those guards to step aside. We'll see what we can do. All right. I would like to uh, do a perception check on the guards. Sure. Go for it. I'm assuming these are my guards, right? No, there are two groups of guards. Okay. Oh, okay. There is group one of guards over here who are guarding you. Okay. They are not guarding you. They don't care about I'm you. I'm just kind of like... Hey, <laughs> You're just like, mm, I'm gonna die. Yeah, we should set up a situation. Here. Yeah, set up a situation. Um, the other group of guards are over here, and I will draw it for you to make life easier. So, here's the dock. It's wood. There are planks. Planks are good. And there's a big wagon. And it looks like they're planning to pull it because there's no horses. Or if they, you know, they're planning to roll it down the dock and hook the horses up to it along the way. They just never got that far. And the rabble of people are situated here. Guards are, they're not in each other's face right now, but it's not far off. And I would guess you would be here. Mm-hmm. And I need many for Gardas. Let's see. Who use for Gardas? Here. There you go. The purple die. The purple die. Gardas the purple. The purple. <laughs> okay. So that is Gardas. And these are just a big mob of people. Mm-hmm. So... That's the situation. The boat is right next to the dock. That is a really bad boat, but it has sails. Mm-hmm. Like Barbie's going to run away from that screaming, by the way. It looks like, um, now, as you guys are looking at this boat, you can tell it doesn't look seaworthy. This is not a sail across the ocean boat. This thing looks like a low-running schooner that came right along the coast from Waterdeep. Mm-hmm. Um, the crew is making no attempt to help. They seem to have gone below decks and I'm like, you figure that out. We're not getting involved. You've seen no sign of a captain or anybody being like, hey, let's do something about this. But yeah, that's the situation as it stands. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, are we going to uh, do turns for perception? or, or You can take a perception check if you want to. Oh, you did? Yeah, go ahead yeah. if you want to do a perception. All right. I would like to do a perception check on... On two things, I don't know if it's uh, would be two turns, but I'm looking at the same thing. I'm okay. looking at the same area, but for two two purposes simultaneously. You can do one. All right, both things. Okay, I am looking at the structure of the uh, part of the dock mm-hmm. that the wagon full of grain is on. Mm-hmm. Um, determine the rottedness of the piers under it, mm-hmm. and I am also looking at that exact same area for the. The probability that I could get into the water unnoticed in that area. So you're trying to determine how rotten these wood, the wood of this dock is, and what are the chances of there being enough cover for you to slip right into the water unnoticed. Correct. Roll for perception. Sixteen plus seven. Okay. Uh, you notice that the dock 
Looks like it's been repaired. It doesn't look as though it's too rotten. All right. This looks like... You know that Lord Neverember has been pumping a lot of coin into getting this dock up and running because trade is how you restore cities. Right. And you also know that thanks to the Harbor Master who complains about it bitterly every day and has been telling you about this as he drinks and drinks his cheap, cheap rum, Lord Neverember is keeping all the best docks for his ships because he cares about himself. And the grain is coming in for everyone, so it is to the people's benefit as well. But there are a couple docks that are like just rotted through. That's where all the, the other ships are coming in. This looks like it's a solid dock. It's not going to fall apart. Mm-hmm. So, one question about my equipment. Mm-hmm. What is a sunrod? A sunrod is a uh, well. It's it's um it's a rod which has a stone fixed on it, uh, and it casts illumination. So it's kind of like uh, it's like a, almost like a like a medieval flashlight with magic rocks. <laughs> yeah, but no heat. No, no heat. Okay. You can't start a fire with it. That's why people like them. Mm-hmm. You do have flint and steel. Yes, I do. Um, as far as slipping into the water, there people don't seem to be paying much attention to you except for Gurgus the Purple. Um, everyone else is completely has their back to you because they're yelling at the guards. They seem ready for a fight. So, if you're sneaky enough, you could probably slip into the water without anyone really noticing. Alright, I would like to sneak into the water with the goal to be coming behind the wagon. Okay. Do me a favor, do a stealth check. Okay. Let's see how sneaky you are. Hey, heaven! (laughs) Okay. Critical failure? (laughs) Uh, well... <laughs> you move towards the edge of the dock. This is gonna go so badly. You trip and fall. <laughs> when you were doing your perception check, the dock looked solid. <laughs> <laughs> the pier that it was attached to, however, was not <laughs> your attention. And you, with a crack, you just hear the wood give way, and you fall into the water right next to the dock with a huge splash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone just looks like down right into the water as you're like bobbing. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh I pretend to float dead man style. Who pushed the dead man in the water? <laughs> it was you. was not. We didn't kill anyone. You guys are always throwing things in the river. It's disgusting. What would what would the noble and the Eladrin like to do? As you, you've just seen a very ugly man who looks, for all intents and purposes, it looks like someone shoved him in the water and or tried to shove him away and he <laughs> the gate it just fell in the water. So I know he's not dead. Are you trying you're trying to look dead, right? I'm trying to look dead. Do a black check. Let's see how yeah. how how convincing. Three <laughs> Dead bodies. Do you, you don't have any bonus to block. You have a minus. I, I have actually a Remember I had oh, plus you get, yeah, two. Yeah, you do. But now that's minus one, plus two is now plus one. So you're rolling four. Yes. Um, dead bodies usually don't have to kick to get themselves <laughs> insane. <laughs> um, you're a great ranger. I'm guessing that like they taught you to shoot and they taught you to kill things and track them. Swings not. And the water's really cold. Oh, gosh. It's yeah. like... It's autumn in ne- in the in the north, so like when you hit the water, there's a thin layer of ice that just cracks <laughs> beneath you. So you're just like, oh my god! <laughs> Luckily, your boat didn't snap. <laughs> you know he's not dead. <laughs> Everyone just looks down. <laughs> I think we should probably try and save that man. 
That man thing? Oh, yeah. They're looking in the water. I, I'm not going there. <laughs> <laughs> he probably soiled the water. Look at him. He's, he's a plague or something. That lady, the water's cold. Let, leave him to drown. <laughs> he's too ugly to see. No, that's not just... I go over and I, I, I hold my staff out to you to see if you grab it. I believe it is your turn for actions. I'm staying in the guards because if I go too far away, they're going to think I'm running away. I don't want to die. The guards reluctantly follow, so... <laughs> I'm just, you know... Now, <laughs> you are a... They don't try to stop you. <laughs> they do not like the fact that the guards are moving up with you and people kind of narr- directing their attention back and forth. More guards! They're going to gut us from behind! No, no, we we come in peace. What are you? Are you trying to be diplomatic? Are you I trying am. to scare them? I'm trying to be diplomatic. Do a diplomacy check. Okay, I've got really good. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, scribe. Yeah, you you it. did do. You were a court scribe. Uh, six plus eight, so it's a fourteen. Yeah. They, the the people, <clears throat> Gardas pushes a few people aside. He's like, can't you see? That's Lady Moon down. Keep your filthy hands off her. She would never hurt us. Her father's a man of the people. A few people start to like whisper. Like, your father's reputation as a lesser noble has helped you since you came to the city. People think kindly of you. Okay. They don't know your father for the most part, but they've heard good things. They make no attempt to stop you, but they're keeping an eye on the guards that are with you. She can come forward. Keep them back. That's nice to be known. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Wizard in the back behind the guards forever alone. Did she grab my staff yet? I haven't had an action do you yet. Want to grab your, do you want to do it? She's lowering the staff. Down. I would like to make a minor perception check to determine whether or not I've realized that everyone knows that I'm not. <laughs> I'm not even going to make you make a check for that. They're it's looking, pretty it's darn pretty obvious. For They're that. Like looking down at you like, is he... What's he doing? <laughs> All right. Maybe he's trying to wash the ugly off. <laughs> <laughs> I grab onto mm-hmm. her staff mm-hmm. and I yell, The rats are in the grain! To the crowd at large. The crowd <laughs> surges forward. The rats are going to eat the grain! <laughs> and they just charge oh, headlong no. right into the guards. They're just There's no one getting cut. There are no weapons out. Luckily, these villagers are not armed. There are people getting banged on the head with pots and pans. The guards are pushing people off the dock. So now there's more bodies hitting water all around you. (laughs) Guards and villagers alike. The guards who were guarding you and keeping an eye on you search for, get them in line, get them out of the dock, protect the grain. They completely desert you. So now you have villagers pushing guards, guards are shoving people. Oh, and I've let go of her staff, by the way. You've let go of her staff. <laughs> and now that the guards are a little bit further away, I'm going to move a little closer so I'm not, you know, in do danger. <laughs> they have no interest in you whatsoever. I'm going to minorly <laughs> smack him on the head for that with my staff. <laughs> like, you're an idiot. <laughs> Guard is kind of like, he doesn't like nod, he just sits back and he kind of goes, gives you a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> he walks over while they're fighting. Stares down in the water. He gives you a nod. <laughs> nods to um, McCallan. McCallan? Yes. McCallan. He reaches into his pouch and pulls out a gold, like ten gold coins. Puts them in a smaller leather pouch and just tosses them down into the yeah. water. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
coming for them. Come by my manor later. We'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> then he just starts walking away. <laughs> A few of the villagers, you see two of the guards who were <laughs> on the dock just turn and walk right behind him. Yeah. I'll let you do your actions. Um, uh, I don't know what else to this, so... <laughs> I'm going to turn to you and say, well, wizard? Well, it doesn't seem like he wants help out, so I don't know what else to do about it. Do you think there's any way you could help this little riot that's going on? Well, I was hoping you could do something about this, because, you know, we're supposed to be, uh... Uh, taking the grain in an orderly fashion. Keep in mind that he did tell you if you don't keep it, Lord Never Ember did tell you if anything goes wrong with this shipment, he will cut your head off. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so this ain't good for you. Yeah. You are so we need, lucky. I need a way. We need a way to distract the like this you, to stop the riot. You do have cantrips. I do. You have uh, prestidigitation, you have ghost sound. Yeah, I was trying to think about, like, what can I do with this? I've got something I want to do. you got something you want to do? Yeah, I do. Do you want to give Sebastian a chance since he's been kind of <laughs> yeah. forced to uh, march along? That was... <laughs> I can't even think of anything to do right now. The rats are in the grain. The rats are in the grain. I'm going to do something. <laughs> Okay. I'm going to do something, so I can't... I'm going to do Dancing Lights and try to uh, confuse the villagers. Read what Dancing Lights is. Dancing Lights. You conjure arcane lights around your foes, dizzying and blinding them for a short time. That's a burst power, isn't it? Or is that just area burst two within five squares? And that's an at-will power. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Further, I made every power that she has because I made the scribe. That's a cool power. So an area burst two within ten squares, you're well within range, and that would be I'm guessing you're centering on the villagers or the guards. The villagers, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna try so and, you can hit everything on the dock. I'm gonna try and confuse the villagers so they don't take all the brain. So you're trying to focus a burst. You're gonna hit everyone on the dock. You're gonna hit the villagers, the you know mercenaries. what? That I'll take it. Okay. That's fine. Um I'm gonna make you roll three attack rolls. Um now your implement is your scroll. Right. Um, so if you want to take your scroll out and use that as an implement, you can channel your magic through it. You yep. don't have any magic items yet. I don't believe in giving level one people magic items. If you want, if you find something cool magic that you want to Dude, buy. Dude, you gave me sunrise. Yeah. yeah. Well, cool magic <laughs> items, like, uh, a magic weapon. I, um, yeah, I, t- I take out my scroll and I start reading off. Okay. Roll 3d20s and add your... Actually, that's a burst, so just roll... And add your intelligence modifier, and we'll see what the villagers and the mercenaries. So I'm rolling three d three d twenties and plus my intelligence. Is that the deal? Uh, roll roll one d twenty. Let's see if you hit anything. Let's start there. Okay, seven. You yeah. roll a seven. Do you add anything to it, or what's your intelligence modifier? Where is my intelligence modifier? Uh, plus four, so eleven. Okay, so that's gonna. Or are we working our way down from the rain or from the from there? I'm going to, yeah, yeah, I'll start, I'll, the first option. I'm going to work my way down from the green. Okay, next. Six and four, so ten. Okay, it's getting worse. Now. <laughs> you have to really roll it. You're kind of like. Twelve. There we go. Twelve. So that's plus four. Plus 16. four, sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. What, what does it look like when you do dancing lights? Dancing lights? Um, I hold my scroll out and I read. And these sort of um, big, sort of blue, these like blue bursts come out, and they dance around pe- the people's heads that I'm trying to 
confused. The guards who are immediately in front of the crane don't seem to take any notice of the lights. They seem to be more intent on fighting. You do notice, as the lights wash over the villagers, many of them are looking around distractedly. <coughs> That's, that does not... That does 1d6 plus intelligence modifier damage. So go ahead and roll damage. You only roll one damage roll for a burst attack. And you're using your cool wooden dice. Yes. And so... Three plus four. So seven. seven damage. Okay. A couple of the villagers mm-hmm. um, fall off the... More fall off the dock. Some just collapse onto the, the, the dock itself. One guy just starts curling into the water, and it splashes down right next to Fast. So you get hit with, like, bits of spit. Yes. One of the guards, who is not at all phased by your magic, punches a villager right in the face and your nose break. <laughs> the guards who are protecting you also start to fall around and act dizzy. Okay. So you hit two out of three groups. Okay, that's fine. And those people I, were, I wasn't even particularly interested in hitting, so... Well, they're still attacking these villagers, really. Yeah. Get the grain through! Get yourself together, you bastards! They start like, <laughs> trying to rouse the other guards. They're slapping them. <laughs> Sebastian, would you like to do anything? So, what's the current situation? The current situation is these guys see some, someone did something. They don't know what happened because the spell didn't affect them, mm-hmm. but the villagers just started puking and falling down. The men on the far end of the dock started puking and falling down. <laughs> so they're trying to push it through. <laughs> so it looks like these guys are surging. Like, let's get out of here. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if they ate some bad surf and turf <laughs> at the loaded Leviathan, but let's go. I almost want to make slipping and falling worse. <laughs> you totally could. I totally could. You totally could. I'm going to. Do it. Okay. What are you going to do? Icy terrain. <laughs> I love that spell. <laughs> That's still my favorite spell. <laughs> Tell everyone what icy terrain does. Just everything? You, yeah, read the flavor text, okay. just for the first time With you do it. With frosty breath, you utter a single arcane word that creates a treacherous path of ice in the ground, hampering your foes. It's an encounter spell, standard action, area burst one within ten squares, targets each creature in burst. Yeah, powers area is difficult to rain until the end of your next turn, you can end this the effect as a minor action. Okay, so I'm guessing you're targeting the dog. I was going to target the area where the people were slipping and falling, so yeah. So you're just going to... As the people are falling over and being dizzy. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, go ahead and roll. You're going to need to roll 3d20s. Okay. So this is like turning into a Scooby-Doo episode. Roll out a ball bearing. There's like, a, there's the, like creepy, spooky lights. <laughs> and like <laughs> ice. It's like a Scooby-Doo trap. <laughs> we get a I was going to do it like, because I was going to set it around here with okay. AR, so it's going to be them and... Everybody. It's going to hate everybody it's on the dog. Yeah, I'm in an order of rolls. Okay, go for it. For them, it's 11 plus my intelligence, which is 4, so 15. Mm-hmm. And this is versus reflex, correct? It said uh, it should be under attack. Yes, it's under reflex. Okay, go for it. And then the next one's 4 plus 4, so it's 8. Mm-hmm. And that one after that is 19 plus 4, so 23. And we were going like boom, boom, boom? I was going like boom, boom, boom. Oh, okay. The villagers fall on their butts. <laughs> you hear a leg snap as it just like bounces off the side of the dock. They're groaning. Most of them don't look like they're in any fit position to do anything. They're covered in vomit and ice. <laughs> oh, God. Most of the guards manage to stay on their feet. Now, the guards who are pulling the cart forward, on the other hand, 
Yeah, bad. They're <laughs> slipping and sliding. Do do a damage roll for me, sir. I think it's one d eight plus your intelligence one. One d six. One d six. They just open air from a lot of people. Three, and my intelligence being four makes it seven. Um, some of the guards also fall and they don't immediately get back up. <laughs> <laughs> so effectively, the only these two groups of guards aren't looking so great. <laughs> the villagers aren't. No one's dead, but they're not looking happy. <laughs> One of them turns back and is like, Elf Sorcerer, what did you do to us? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to help and stop the people from riding against you, and it kind of backfired a little bit. By turning the ground beneath our feet to ice? I figured you're guards. You should be able to keep your footing. He slips and falls. <laughs> Elf bastard. <laughs> I would like to say... I'm down here! (laughs) (laughs) Um, alright, peace, peace, everybody. Peace! I'm holding my hands up, going, peace! Peace. The people who aren't vomiting or falling all over themselves aren't paying much attention. A few of the guards do look back at you. I would like to determine whether or not the water around me has frozen solid during his spells. (laughs) No, it is not. Good, thank you. Sorry, <laughs> cold. All luckily, kindnesses. Luckily, he centered the burst just away from you. <laughs> You're half frozen and like jerk. <laughs> um, we're just trying to get this grain shipment where it needs to go. We can't help you if we can't get this grain shipment. A few of the villagers unsteadily get back to their feet. You'll just take it all. We know that. That the mercenaries are the ones. They're stealing the grain. We have no reason to take it. They're going to take it in that warehouse and we'll never see it again. I look at the guards. Do you know anything about this? We aren't stealing the grain. It's these greedy pig villagers. They all they do is eat and screw. Man, where's my, like... Can I do something quick? My yes. thing. <laughs> I want to use precipitation to warm up the area around the guards to melt the ice. If you I can, can just that. dismiss it at any time. Oh, well, yeah, I'm... Can I choose where or just, just the whole thing? Just the whole thing. I'll just give it the whole thing. All the ice just... Surface. It doesn't disappear, but it immediately melts. And water just runs off the dock. Dripping <laughs> all over vast. <laughs> Alright. I would like to try to climb back up onto the... <laughs> the now you want athletics to. check. Please. Now he wants to climb up without the help. <laughs> uh, that would be dexterity, right? Nope, athletics. Where the heck is that? It is under skills by strength. Strength, gotcha. You should be okay. 16 plus 8. You hoist yourself up out of the water fairly easily, yeah. dripping, freezing, and being very cautious to avoid the rotten wood that sent you tumbling in the water. <laughs> time. That sent you in initially. Yep. I would, I would like to talk to... Uh, you could just get the villa, the uh, the peasants to surround the warehouse. I suppose that's true. Hmm. I'd need somebody to lead an expedition like that, though. <sighs> is this going what I think is going? I'm ten du- coin per day if you need it. <laughs> you do have twenty coin per day for for <laughs> two jobs. Two jobs. This is how he has money. <laughs> I look at you. Do you have anything to say about this? We have no better options, I guess. They kind of have to look at <laughs> the pretty man. <laughs> okay, man. <laughs> yeah. I put my hair. <laughs> I don't have a face that can lead men. 
But if you tell people to follow me, I can make sure they do. That's All right. Awesome I'll tell you what. That is an awesome one. Oh, thank you for being present of that line. <laughs> I'll give you five gold now, and I want you to have the, have them guard this warehouse overnight. I'll come back. I'll count. If when I come back tomorrow, the count's the same, you get your other five. Mm-hmm. All right. I turn. I would like to turn to the crowd, mm-hmm. and I would say, I say, I have five gold coins here. I want the five strongest men to help me guard this warehouse. Five dock workers who you've seen in the Blood of the Black and push other people off the dock and shove their <laughs> way forward. <laughs> We're the strongest. We work these docks every day. We can protect that grain for you. Alright. I'm going to give you each whenever I see you at the warehouse I'll give you each one of these gold coins. You can catch who's been going into that warehouse. If you see anyone and can catch them, I'll give you two more gold coins. <laughs> And whenever I see you sober in the morning, you will get three gold coins. They're very interested in everything you're saying. They would like to subscribe <laughs> to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to go in and count. <clears throat> okay. Um, the guards have rallied themselves together, and they go about the process of hooking this wagon up to some horses. They haul it off the dock by hand because they're just the dock's not going to support the weight of the big horses you need Dude, to haul. Dude, it barely train. supports one ugly man. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they hook it up, they haul it to the grain warehouse, which is the biggest warehouse in the docks. It's huge. 